This is Ask BBB, bringing you information from and about BBB accredited businesses so that you can make informed decisions about goods and services you're purchasing. Your host is the CEO of BBB Serving Western Ontario, Jennifer Matthews. Thanks, Jim, and good morning, everyone. The cool fall air gets us thinking about moving indoors, and BBB has a list of 10 things homeowners should know. Later this morning on the bulletin board, we'll review that list. Our guest this morning will help us with a couple of items on that list as well. Yes, yard maintenance and arranging for snow removal is one topic that we'll look into, and checking your home's plumbing is another item that we'll find on that list. And plumbing is something we take for granted until we run into a problem, and when those problems occur, we call someone like our first guest this morning, Robert Dunn, owner of Dundee Services. Glad you could join us this morning. Thank you very much there, Jim and Jennifer. Your website posts tips on plumbing maintenance. Can you review some of those maintenance tips with us? Yeah, certainly. Um, so Dundee Services believes there's a lot of simple things that the homeowner uh, can do on their own uh, to resolve the problems. Um, couple of simple things, you know, you need to know where uh, the main water shutoff is uh, in case anything happens. And you also need to know how to turn it off. Um, there's also a couple other things. Um, there's a pretty simple tool you can purchase uh, from local hardware stores and such uh, in order to remove hair from, from the P-trap or from the drain of a bathtub or shower. Uh, so that's usually a pretty simple fix. Um, there's also something um, as basic as uh, scraping your plate after you've had dinner and whatnot, uh, and then also uh, take a paper towel to it and wipe that plate off because it's still going to have a lot of grease and fat uh, on the plate. And so, you know, we definitely recommend, you know, don't just scrape the plate, but, but wipe it off as well and throw that in the garbage before you put the plate into the dishwasher. So those are a couple of simple things that a homeowner can do. You, you mentioned a tool that we can all get. Is this a, a tool other than a plunger? Yes. Um, basically, it's, it's, um, it's a long sort of plastic uh, piece that is kind of, it's like barbed. Um, so when you put it into the drain, into the, into the little P-trap and whatnot, uh, you know, you put it in the full length. It's about, uh, I'm going to say, 12, 16 inches long. Um, and then as you slowly extract it, the, the little barb uh, type of ends to it, uh, pull, they grab a hold of the hair and, and whatnot, and they're able to pull that and extract it out of, out of the P-trap. Uh, and, you know, they're only a couple of bucks. Uh, great, great thing to, to keep handy. I have, I have improvised with a uh, zip tie <laughs> and made some diagonal cuts into it and sort wow. of put it down the drain and, and pulled it out with, you know, two daughters with long hair. So in a pinch, <laughs> uh, you know, if you're stuck and you can't get to a hardware store, that is a great option. Yes. Excellent. Yeah, good thinking. In addition to those tips, are there updates to household plumbing systems that homeowners might consider to improve the efficiency and, or the function of their plumbing appliances? Um, yeah, there, there's a few new products on the market. Um, Dundee Services has uh, specifically been using um, a product from a company called Watts. Um, it's called the OneFlow, um, and basically it is a, um, it's a water treatment uh, device. Um, 
So that's something we've been installing around London quite a bit lately. Um, basically, it dissolves the, the hardness minerals uh, in the water and they form microscopic crystals. Um, these crystals uh, do not attach to the insides of the pipe uh, or the fixtures. And they basically pass through the plumbing system and down the drain. It's a water treatment. It's not a water softener. Uh, so there's no salt, there's no chemicals, there's no backwashing. In fact, there's very minimal maintenance uh, to this device. Um, it's, it's very compact, simple to install. Um, and it uh, certainly will um, save on the, you know, keep, your, keep your fixtures efficient, your water heaters and your dishwashers, things like that, uh, which of course saves money because when they become inefficient, you know, your, your energy bills go up. We have all heard horror stories about sewer backups. Can you <laughs> go over what causes a sewer backup and what can we do to prevent it from happening? So uh, sewer backups uh, quite often are caused by uh, people flushing things that are unflushable or should not be flushed. Um, you know, a couple of things that come to mind are um, Q-tips, uh, paper towels, sanitary napkins, um, you know, even, even things like baby wipes. Uh, you know, these things do not break down in the system. They don't break down inside the pipe or anything like that. Uh, they, 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 they create this, this, uh, this blockage. Basically, the, the, these, uh, these sewer backups can be prevented, um, you know, by not flushing them down the toilet, uh, putting them in the garbage. And in order to try and fix those things, you know, we would be uh, putting an eel or a snake down the drain. Um, the eel or snake has a variety of different types of heads that get uh, tightened on. And um, they have like a, you can get like a, a cutting head or a scraping head. So the cutting head obviously would chop things up and, and push it out through the system. Uh, the scraping head, basically scratches to the insides of the pipes uh, in order to, to remove the gra uh, grease and fat, um, as well as uh, there's like a coil or a pigtail type of head that can be used. And, um, you know, that, that would uh, wrap itself around towels and rags or anything that might've been flushed down there and then allows you to extract it from the system. Rob, what about preventing a sewer backup from excess stormwater? Um, basically, you know, we, we can get, uh, water backing up, uh, you know, from out on by the street, out by the sidewalk, uh, coming up. Uh, and, and if you don't have a backwater valve is what it's technically called. Uh, it, it's got like a flapper inside. So the flapper can only go in one direction. So it allows everything to go out of the house, but nothing to come back into the house. It, it's fairly economical and certainly, um, Saves a lot of money if, if, if you've had issues in the past. And when we place a call for a service to our home for plumbing, what should we expect to pay for a service? Is there a, a, a standard fee or how do we look at being prepared for that? Well, Dundee Services um, has a no-nonsense policy whereby we believe in clarity and transparency. Uh, we're basically a flat $80 an hour. Uh, plus any materials that might be needed uh, to do the job, full stop. 
there's no truck charges. There's no travel time. Uh, you know, we don't charge just to come out and take a look uh, at the issue. Um, so we, we just try to keep things very fair and square. And, you know, you need to know uh, what your dollar is paying for. We hear a lot in the news about a shortage of tradespeople and trades as career options. What would you say to young people who are considering plumbing as a career? Well, we certainly encourage uh, young people to explore the possibility of uh, getting a, uh, a trade license or a plumbing license. Um, it certainly has a lot of benefits. Uh, it's very, uh, very good wages. Um, the, the, the work is in very high demand, so I don't uh, foresee, uh, you know, any shortages uh, of work in the future. Um, there's also, you know, you have different work environments on a weekly or daily basis. So it certainly keeps you challenged, uh, keeps you on your toes. You're not going to get bored. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, I certainly encourage people to explore uh, th those avenues. Um, it's, it's different. You're working with your hands. It's hard work like, like any job, uh, but it's got its benefits. Rob, can you reflect on what BBB accreditation means to your company and to your customers? Well, I, you know, the, uh, we see the BBB um, as a great source of information uh, for the for the public. Um, you know, the, when they're looking to hire a company like Dundee, I believe it provides like a marketplace uh, trust and, and confidence. Um, it also uh, holds those companies to a higher a higher level um, and uh, you know it, it creates a win-win for everybody for that homeowner as well as the business and and uh, as I say you know it provides uh, trust and confidence. Well thank you so much Rob for joining us this morning on Ask BBB and sharing some tips and and advice on how to keep our home and plumbing system healthy. That's awesome thanks guys. Rob Dunn is the owner of Dundee Services, a business that carries the BBB seal of accreditation, the sign of a better business. Check them out on the BBB.org directory, where you'll find links to their website and social media pages. We'll take a short break and return to talk about the coming season and things you should do to prepare. And we're back with more on Ask BBB with our host, Jennifer Matthews, CEO of BBB Serving Western Ontario. Well, fall officially arrived on Thursday, September 22nd at 9.04 p.m. And of course, we all hope summer-like weather will linger a little bit longer, but we know it's time to get ready for what follows. Austin Pitcher is the president of Pitcher Perfect Groundskeeping, Inc. and joins us with tips on how to prepare. Good morning, Austin. Good morning. How are you this morning? Fantastic. So we have avoided the use of the word snow, but we know that it will be coming. So even though it seems really early to discuss this, when is a good time to book a contract for snow removal? I would say right now we're at the perfect time. Ideally, you want to have made contact with a provider before the end of September. So we've still got a couple of solid weeks left, which is excellent. That way, everybody can get everything organized during the month of October to be ready for November, which is snow season. So now is the excellent time to do it. And when it comes to snow removal, what options are there for contracts? And I'm thinking, you know, a per snow event or a monthly fee, or how does that work? Well, they're both available, depending on the contract you're dealing with. 
Some contractors will offer a flat monthly fee. Some contractors will offer a per visit. Again, it comes down to personal preference from both the contractor and the potential client. Some clients prefer a per visit. Some clients prefer a flat rate so they know what they're spending every month. One is really no better than the other. It comes down to personal preference. And what should we expect in terms of the timing of snow removal? That again varies on both the contractor and the customer and something that needs to be discussed early. Some residential services offered will be a daytime service. So they'll come in during the day and provide the service. So for example, when you get home after work, the service has been provided. Other customers are gonna request an early service. So it's done before they leave that morning. Again, depending on what time mother nature decides to drop the snow on us, that's where the, the million dollar question comes up. What is a reasonable time? And as long as you and your contractor are on the same page, whether it's a six, seven or 8 a.m. plow or it's a daytime plow or snow clearing, again, just identify that when you're having that conversation with, with a contractor, possible contractor. And as we're entering those conversations to do the contract, should we expect to see anything in there that addresses damage to the driveway? And I'm thinking, you know, whether we have paving stones or stamped concrete, do those require different equipment or methods as we're addressing all the things we need to? Well, generally, if you have an asphalt driveway, you don't have to be concerned on what type of equipment's being used. If you get into a paving stone or a stamped concrete, uh, there are some contractors that will offer a shovel or have the guys show up with small snow blowers. There are other contractors that are available with tractors that have the equipment to do those sensitive surfaces. Basically, it's a type of plastic that's used on either the plow blade or the snow blower. But if you have a what I would call a sensitive surface, which would be your stamped concrete or your interlocking stones, that does need to be addressed because ideally you don't want the guys dropping a steel plow on those driveways. It will cause damage. And that needs to be identified up front. Um, ideally, you want to meet with the contractor prior to the service being agreed upon. Identify any existing problems, any existing damage that may be on the property, curbs, driveways, et cetera, and then do the same again in the spring. So everybody's, you know, there's no... Was it there or wasn't it there? You, you both identified the condition before and after the service. And is that the time we would also discuss snow removal, perhaps from places like sidewalks, walkways around our home and porches? Well, generally, there will be a contract drawn up or at minimum an agreement that identifies the service you're getting. And if you're requesting walkway service up to the front door, the porch, the steps, that should be identified in the agreement. And what are some of the things we should keep in mind when choosing a company to do our snow removal? You want references. A lot of the times people will look for contractors that they've seen in the area. Ideally, BBB accredited would make a lot of sense. And you certainly want references. You want to know. Ideally, you want to find someone that's already providing the service in your neighborhood. That's going to give you a better service because they're already there. Okay, so we've discussed snow removal about as much as I'd like to this morning, <laughs> seeing as it's not quite time yet. So let's touch on some of the things that we should be doing right now for our yards in advance of that snow arriving. Well, right now we're not doing, uh, the grass has slowed down a little bit, so we're not doing a huge amount of grass cutting. We'll have a few more cuts this year, that's for sure. I would recommend mulching the leaves as much as possible. That final cut, you are going to want to rake up. You don't want to leave 
there's two thoughts of mind on that, but generally you're going to want to do a final rake up. You don't want to suffocate the grass. Uh, garden cutbacks, depending on what you have in the gardens, whether they require a spring or a fall cutback, we generally try and do as much as we can in this fall, which minimizes our spring cleanup. Everybody's sort of in the mood to do those cleanups this time of year, where it comes spring, they want to get out and enjoy the garden. So if you can do as much as the cutbacks uh, in the fall, it generally makes more sense. There are some plants that are better off to be cut back in the spring. And should we be considering some sort of fall fertilizer for our lawns? Yes. Again, um, that's going to depend on the type of fertilizer. Consult with uh, your local provider or contractor what they're using. But there is one final granular application that's usually applied this time of year. Austin, you mentioned mulching those leaves. Is that preferable to raking them and pulling them off the lawn then for the winter? Yes, there is some nutrition in those leaves. And by mulching them, you're getting that nutrition into the ground much quicker. Again, there is some school of thought that says leave the leaves. We generally, our clients are going to want them cleaned up at one at some point. And you can only mulch them so far before almost, depending on the part of the city you're in, if you're in a lot of heavy trees, they're going to create a paste on there, which isn't healthy for the grass. So you're going to want to do that final cleanup, get the property looking nice and prepared for the winter, blow out the gardens. Austin, can you reflect on what it means to you and to your customers that your company carries the BBB seal of accreditation? Well, I think, especially with if you take a contract to this offering snow service, if it's not really identified up front, the service that's being provided, people can tend to get a little upset as far as your timing goes. When you are accredited with the BBB, there is an avenue there if somebody was upset and wanted some resolution. There is also a lot of accountability on the contractor's part to provide a good service because they are BBB accredited. So I think people can sort of go into an agreement with a contractor knowing that, you know, there is some serious credibility there when they are BBB accredited. So it, it makes a lot of sense. Austin, I want to thank you so much for joining us this morning on Ask BBB and helping us get our yards ready and, you know, setting up our contracts for snow removal. Well, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. Austin Pitcher is the president of Pitcher Perfect Groundskeeping, Inc. Check the bbb.org directory to learn more about the company and the services that they offer. Pitcher Perfect Groundskeeping, Inc. carries the BBB seal of accreditation, the sign of a better business. After the break, 10 things homeowners should know. Welcome back. Well, it's time now to check the BBB bulletin board. Jennifer, this morning, we heard from a couple of people who help us with home maintenance, maintaining our plumbing and getting our gardens and, well, our driveways ready for winter. BBB has put together a list of 10 things homeowners should know. And whether you're a new homeowner or you've been in your home for years, you should go over the checklist. Regular home maintenance reduces allergens, prevents illness, and reduces injury from accidents. And regular maintenance spots repairs before they become serious and saves you time and money in the long run. Okay, so this morning we looked at plumbing and yard maintenance, a couple of things on the list. Uh, where do they fit on that list? Uh, regular plumbing checks for leaks and slow drainage is one of the things that you should do. And yard maintenance not only maintains your home's curb appeal, but also helps prevent harmful pests like mice and snakes from making their home close to yours. <laughs> well, that's two of the things of, on the list of 10. 
So inspect your roof, especially after storms, and clear away leaves and tree branches that are near the roof. Keep your air ducts clean, something you should consider every three to five years, and consider an alarm system to protect your home when you are away. Painting both interior and exterior not only freshens things up, but protects your home from insects and moisture damage. Another thing homeowners should consider is hiring a professional if you are remodeling. And of course, look for reliable contractors by consulting the BBB directory for businesses that carry BBB accreditation seal. And the final tip on the list is be aware of home improvement scams. There are a lot of scammers out there, so watch for red flags like high pressure sales tactics, cash only deals, and contractors who do not sign contracts. Jennifer, a lot of those home maintenance chores are done on Saturdays, so it's likely that some of our listeners are going through that checklist while they're driving to or from the hardware store. And when they get back uh, near the computer, they can check out this uh, bulletin board feature on latest news on bbb.org. And Jennifer, that's our time for Ask BBB this week. If you have any comments on what you've heard on today's program, we'd love to hear from you. And if there is a subject you'd like us to include, let us know. You can contact us at hashtag AskBBB and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening this morning. I'm Jennifer Matthews. And I'm Jim Swan. Remember, always look for the BBB seal. It's the sign of a better business.